That's I mean, it's like politicians can't get enough of like keeping religion out of politics, and then but they have no problem telling us how to do our jobs, and it's just irksome beyond belief. Huh. So I'd like so, to unpack that. The Forefathers Podcast is an opportunity to join the conversation and friendship of four priests of the Diocese of St. Petersburg. Through their families, formation, and ministry, they grapple with the realities that confront us all. Each episode, they'll respond to a question which they've faced in their own lives and which we often face in ours. Spirit FM is happy to present The Forefathers. Hello, you're listening to The Forefathers Podcast. I'm Father Chuck Dornquist. I'm Father Anthony Eustick. I'm Father Justin. I'm Father Kyle Smith. And Father Kyle Smith has the question for us. Hi. So um, it's always a hot-button issue. I've, I've seen a few things on Facebook and on uh, the world uh, about, you know, religion and politics and how you know, in our American world, you know, we have the, you know, the, the First Amendment, which is, uh, you know, free exercise and and, and no state religion, all this sort of stuff, and, and how the dynamic interplay between that can always be so much fun for us in the clerical world. Uh, recently, uh, watched a video on Facebook where a a, a senator from in, from Idaho uh, was yelling at some folks from Planned Parenthood about you know how he didn't want to hear what they had to say, and because he was a Catholic, and, and how the you know the ret- the the uh, the the I don't know the reverberation afterwards of how he should be you know chastised and how religion and and uh, politics have no no need and, and then over and over again you hear you'll hear how other Catholic politicians um, you know the former Vice President Joe Biden who you know, is a Catholic and 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 then separates his Catholicism from his political actions uh, over and over again we hear about. Uh, how politics and religion and and how the different perspectives and and concepts of how they play. Uh, recently, one of my students came back from a conference where uh, our own state senator Bill Nelson and his wife Grace Nelson spoke about uh, religion, and 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 the bullet points that were handed to me. So I don't know if this is direct translation. Is that we should focus on making Jesus Christ. Uh, Merely a good leader, focusing on his leadership and not necessarily his divinity or other aspects of salvation. And we should avoid using terms like Christian and Christianity. And we should avoid using the word ministry because no one knows what the word ministry means. And so we should find an alternative vocabulary. And so maybe I did not get that correctly to defend the Nelson's honor. But I find it curious that we are over and over again told to keep our religious views from guiding our political decisions because they are challenging or perhaps offensive or disagreeable, and yet here are politicians who place themselves in sort of a a responsibility or governance over us and how we should minister. And I just find that uh, perhaps you four gentlemen, or you three gentlemen, I'm not that gentle, uh, (laughs) should uh, perhaps give us your perspectives and thoughts on, uh, on religion and politics the hottest of hotbed issues. Two thoughts come to mind for me. Uh, the first is our our understanding of the separation of church and state, I would say, is a, a cultural and societal form of schizophrenia. It's like we, we so uh, rip uh, ourselves in half so that, well, here's politics, here's a state over here, here's my faith over here, um, as if 
you know, I myself can't be integrated. You know, it's like, oh, privately I'm a Catholic, publicly, you know, I'm a politician. And in this kind of secular world versus uh, the uh, a faith world, religious world, uh, and that that's to be private, that's in your own home. You know, and like I am not divided. Uh, who I am is the same wherever I go. Uh, so therefore, you know, my faith goes with me in what I do. Uh, and I think particularly our faith uh, in the practice of uh, 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 faith and reason, that this is a work of integrating. Uh, and certainly it's difficult, um, but that that is uh, an important task. And I, I would say we're subject to it. And, you know, historically you could look at that and it's like, well, there's, um, you know, reasons this developed that our, our uh, founding fathers, you know, kind of put in this um, clause and uh, what their intentions was. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think we're, we're exercising uh, a way of alienating our humanity. Uh, that being said, second thought is... Um, He's lost for words. <laughs> this, is, this is a moment. Politics. Uh, you've done this. You've you finally took away the voice yeah, of Father Justin. Exactly. That's what happens when you tell me I can't use certain words. I didn't say anything. I, I don't even I know. I said what to nothing do. about. Yeah. It. Uh, but it'll come back to me. We'll go back. <laughs> I, I got something. Everybody's to say. at a loss. I words. got something to say. I was dumbfounded by this. Over and over again, if you can't tell by the irritation in my voice from the onset of this question that, you know, I, I just feel like the, the politics have become the new religion. It, it's we kill God, we, 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 we can now become God. We can become the conscience, we can become the morality, we can become anything we want because we have done a very good job of killing God. Now, as a, fa- as a faithful Roman Catholic... As a Christian, as a priest, I think God is very much alive. And for you know them to take on this onus from who knows where to tell us how to minister, these are the same people that would be livid if we told them how to govern by Christian moral ethics. And so for me, it's just shocking. And it's like, who are you to say that we need to truncate our language so that we can satisfy some sort of expectation or, and, uh, you know, maybe I know we're normally funny about these things. I apologize if I'm not com- comical this afternoon. But it's like, who are you to tell us to soften the language of Jesus Christ? Who are you to soften the message that leads to new life and leads to the gospel, which leads to eternity? You know, Jesus Christ didn't live that long because people didn't like the message. It was an uncomfortable irksome, irritating message, and for us to soften it for the sake of public appeal, then we become no better than any other uh, agency or organization. Now, granted, sadly, we do that. We do occasionally soften the story. We do occasionally do that, but I think that's to our discredit, and it has become part of our, our uh, you know, the malady within the church. So, uh I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, and that's a word I very rarely use because I live in, I work at a university, so nothing shocks me anymore. But to hear this kind of report was just uh, shocking, and and it just it edified me to continue to do more to oppose these sort of things. So uh, I've had a lot of time to think about this. I know the other three have not, 
but it has been a uh, uh, just a, a wake-up call to the kind of real, the realities at hand in this day. We hate to interrupt the conversation, but we do need to take a moment to hear from our sponsor. This is today's hit Christian music. If we're gonna stand, we stand as giants. If we're gonna walk, we walk as From the shadows This is Tampa Bay's hit Christian music station. This is your Spirit FM. So I've got to say, um, the, the, the whole question of, of uh, Catholicism and politics uh, is, is, is an interesting one for me. It's one that definitely surfaces every time uh, elections come around and, and people get wondering what do Catholics do and how do Catholics do this and Catholics should or shouldn't uh, uh, engage or how they engage. I, I have to admit, guys, that um, I, I kind of I, I, I preach Jesus Christ and, and I'm faithful to the church and and I kind of let everything else take care of itself, which it which it doesn't, unfortunately, and that's the other reality is is that when I do do that and I decide to to step back and and to to do the work of being a Catholic priest and proclaiming the gospel, which means working towards uh, just immigration laws, which means uh, caring for the unborn and and being open and communicative on those things and aspects. But but my aim is Jesus Christ. Like that's pure and simple. It's I aim at Jesus Christ, uh, not any political you party. You take a shot at Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a shot saying, uh... coming at you, Jesus. Like that's that's the goal. He's the mark. He's he's the measure. Uh, I have no uh, uh, feelings. I have no false uh, ideals that uh, that politics will save the world. It it won't. And and we expect politics or or policy making or laws or a politician or a politician to be the savior. And not yet, not at all. And and the more we do that, the more that uh, uh, I think you're right, Father Kyle. The more we replace God with politics or policy making or political party or ideologies, the unhappier and the more unrestful we become. The more uh, individualistic and uh, intolerant of other realities that 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 we are. We've. We've removed God and made ourselves God. Or instead of what was the guy at the uh, 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 the priest convocation um, from, American, from magazine? American Magazine? What was it he had said? Um, you can make it up. No one's going to change. You know, Golly. No, but I, I would agree. It's a idolatry at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. That we turn the state into an idol. Uh, which means it's not a, a separation of church and state. We just made the state its own religion. Yeah, and that within we see we see humanity different. We see creation different. Uh, rather than rather than seeing uh, uh, it being a fallen creation and that we're fallen creatures in need of of a divine creator, we see the world has fallen and it needs humanity to fix it. So in the one worldview, we're dependent upon God and Him being an agent within history. And in the other, we become God. Father Anthony? No? I thought you had something. I, I did. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to make you connect to that thought. <clears throat> don't, don't segue. Just say your yeah, thing. Yeah, the thought. Oftentimes, we don't, we don't like to be challenged. 
you know, and I think we've kind of spoken on this once or twice, you know, in the podcast, but as I am truly challenged in what I hold and what I look at, we become very uncomfortable. And I think that's kind of what, you know, another way of looking at what you were referencing, Father Kyle, is that, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ and what we look at, the life that we read that he lived was one which pointed and poked at the errors of the day. And even today in my own life, you know, as a priest serving in a high school, you know, I read the gospels, I read the life of Christ, I read what's presented. And this person who has called me to an amazing vocation, a vocation that, you know, I strive to live up to every day. And I realize there's even some things about, you know, what I do day in and day out, which, you know, very much challenges me. And it's uncomfortable. And I think all the more once we look at that in politics and connecting religion with politics, it beca- it can become even more uncomfortable because we're not just looking at a smaller microcosm, if I can, of you know a Catholic high school or a parish or one faith, but it's everybody's worldview and how it can be uncomfortable because it's calling, calling us out in a way. And, you know, I like to be the one that's right. And I like to hold that because I know the most and what I say is right because that's my truth. But when we match my truth with truth himself and truth itself as it's lived, then it becomes something that we have to reckon with and we have to reconcile. And that's not easy to do. I'd say this is a a new form of, it's not a new form, but it's it's the ideology, the idolatry rather, not ideology, of our time. You know, is you know, for instance, is after a horrific um, school shooting, like where does everybody turn? Are, are we turning to prayer? Are we turning to God? Are we repenting? Are we uh, seeking His healing? No, like we we turn into uh, political action committees, uh, petitioning the idol we believe in, which is the state as if it's going to fix something. Uh, and at the end of the day, I, it's always going to prove itself uh, an idol that has no power to save. Uh, and you know, then comes uh, Jesus Christ as opposed to uh, the idol of the state. Uh, and so that, these, uh, that Christ is a challenge to that authority uh, is going to be in his nature by who he is. Uh, and I don't think that's going to necessarily go away. So what what then I, I think I experience is the realization that, uh, one, I'm not worshiping at the same idol, uh, so therefore I, I'm singled out, mm-hmm. uh, and that puts you in a vulnerable state for persecution. Yes. Uh, you know, just as, you know, the uh, Babylonian exile and Daniel and his companions, you know, are, you know, uh, not worshiping the uh, Babylonian idols, is like, well, then what do you do? Uh, you get tossed into a fiery furnace, you know. So, I, you know how how far, you know, our our society's willing to go down that road, uh, is a question. But, uh, but that that's the path we're on, you know. That's comments like that, you know, I, I think are symptomatic of that movement. And we proclaim Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Viva Christ, Cristo Rey. Viva Cristo Rey. Cristo Rey. Yeah, it's interesting that in um, that so often when with uh, different regimes, communist regimes or of those sort, 
uh, the greatest enemy, enemy number one, is the church and is Christianity. So let us be faithful to Jesus Christ, preach the good news, and uh, and live the good news. And to live it. You've been listening to the Forefathers Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. We'll be nicer to you. You can interact with the Forefathers and submit questions for future episodes at facebook.com slash DOSP Forefathers Podcast. That's DOSP, the number four Fathers Podcast. The Forefathers Podcast is brought to you by Spirit FM 90.5 in Tampa, a radio broadcast ministry dedicated to bringing the community hope through hit Christian music and sharing the light of Christ through the fullness of the Catholic faith. You can listen online at myspiritfm.com or get our free app by searching MySpiritFM on Google Play and at the App Store. 